Okay, so welcome guys to another episode of Girl Get Up Podcast. And today I have a special guest host, Miss West Kelly. Hey girl, what's going on? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I just want to welcome you to this my second episode of Girl Get Up podcast. And today we are discussing mental health. But um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Wes. Like we mentioned, my name is Wes. I live in Grand Bahama. I am a UV student. I'm studying journalism. I own two businesses, one with food, one with fabric. And I'm excited for what the year with God has planned for me. I'm excited. And I hope that you guys are too. Amen. Yes, girl. So tell me, tell me a little bit about your businesses. Two businesses? Wow. <laughs> I have two businesses. Um, the very first one was KYLG. KYLG is all about female empowerment, you know, reminding females that they're beautiful. It's like a motivation. And I said, hey, why don't I start making merch? Like, products so I can spread the word wider and that's what I did I started off with t-shirts I have bonnets I have sweatshirts um hand sanitizer lip gloss of course that's one side of the business and the next side I have chocolate covered strawberries I don't know how it started it had to be God (laughs) it had to because first of all I'm a sweet person but chocolate covered strawberry really so chocolate covered strawberry I do for birthdays, um, Valentine's Day, and just I love you gifts and stuff like that. It's exactly what it says, chocolate covered strawberry with pretty designs and stuff like that. So yeah, working on expanding that, but yeah, that's what I do for now. Okay. Um, so your businesses, are they a partnership or are you a sole proprietor? Uh, sole proprietor, pretty much. Um, I want to say it's a partnership with my parents. <laughs> but, but um, I would say so surprised that I am the owner, the the test dummy, the first customer, the inventory guy, the cleanup guy, you know, all of the above. Yeah, that's me. Wow. And so how do you balance? How do you balance with school and running two businesses? It's a lot. It, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because it's not, yeah, you got, no. It's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. And and if anybody don't know nothing but you be, something about them, they can kill you with the work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot. Um, but I try to be more organized. And I think this year, I, last year, I experienced it and I worked through it. But this year, um, I said, okay, I'm going to have to take organization skills to another level. So I think you can handle it once you're organized and once you're mentally prepared. But how did I do it? I um, I tried. I tried my best. And I work much better at night. Mm-hmm. Thank God that I don't have like a, a nine to five type job. So right. everything is at home. That mm-hmm. was the easiest part. That's a blessing actually. Mm-hmm. Because I work from home and I go to school at home. So I think it was much easier for me. So right. that's how I I tried to do it. Okay. So when was the, um, when did your business start up? Like when was your launch date? Which year did you start? How did you start? The keep your lips glossy one. The quote was, the quote was around, I was saying the quote from, I don't know, from like high school maybe. Mm-hmm. So the quote was there, but I actually started selling merch. Like was that 2019? 
think it was 2019. It was 2019. 2019? 2020? I know it's in the middle of the pandemic. Really? Wow. Middle of the pandemic because the pandemic hit in March and I started selling merch in December. Wow. December. And I can't complain. I'm in a pandemic. People aren't working. And I had like two sales waiting on me to come through. Wow. So exactly. I was like, oh, I just got this little, little thing. So the middle of pandemic, and I was like, oh my gosh, it only could be God. Right. Um, so that's our chocolate covered strawberry with it. I think that's only like a year later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember this vividly. My dad was fixing a car, and I was like, hey, I should do chocolate covered strawberries. Wow. It just random hit me, and I was like, and I spoke to someone about this, like, girl, that is not your dad is God, because I don't know where the idea came from. Right. So. February of this year will make one year for the chocolate covered strawberries. Mm, nice. <laughs> KYLG going on about four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, have you seen an increase in your sales in your business? Uh, yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. I, I, when people ask me what is my advice to new business owners, I. I go somewhere like a sales because sales means a, sales mean a lot. Your happiness and your sadness lies within sales. Right. Uh, have I seen an increase or difference in my sales? Yes. Summertime, summertime, Christmas time <laughs> is when the sales go up higher. Right. There, people because people are at home, they're buying gifts and stuff like that. During the September, February, March, um, like around November, mm-hmm. my sales, they're not zero, but they're low. Right. And the reason why they're not zero is because marketing, marketing, advertising, always showing people like, hey, you didn't get none for this month. You didn't, you have to be, I don't want to say this, but you got to be annoying. <laughs> you have to be annoying to the point where, my quote keep it as glossy it's for girls i remember like it was a while back like boys used to tell me keep your lips glossy and i'm like yeah keep your lips glossy glossy." yes you have to be on it you have to be on it you can't only advertise during the christmas during the valentine's you have to always advertise around the clock and the thing is every time you do every time you work hard it's so good to see that it's coming back to you and mm-hmm. you're definitely going to see it if you're working hard towards it. So um, when it comes to price and the fluctuation, I think it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. And you better, I, I don't like to see fluctuation because <laughs> we're not doing that. Right. No, no, work hard and you're going to see your work, your hard work pay through for you. Right. So have you ever, have you ever worked a nine to five or you've always been an entrepreneur? I have worked a nine to five. <laughs> my previous job, my mom was my <laughs> boss. So, and I didn't work like a, what is it? Like a straight nine to five. So I usually would go to work for like 11 and like four or 11 to six or something like that. I would be work with like the cruise ship. So whenever the cruise ship came in, we work whenever they left, we left. So yeah. Okay. I never really worked for a nine to five when mm-hmm. I had, had a job. So your parents are entrepreneurs as well? Yes. Both, and both of them. Was, 
both of them. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them, I would have been to a real nine to five government job. Right. <laughs> it was. It really was. My dad said, he said, you know what? I don't want you to work for people anymore. And it was 20, probably like 21 or so. He's like, I don't want you to work for people anymore. I want you to be your own boss. Oh, wow. And this man got me messed up. <laughs> I need money. Right, right. Money. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't want you to work for people anymore. I want you to be the boss. And I don't see myself working for people anymore. I don't see myself under anyone anymore. And I'm like, whoa, it took you a year to put that in my head it and i appreciate that so much Mm -hmm. wow but do you believe that because you live at home right yes i do right how old are you now i'm 22 about to be 23 right do you believe um what your businesses are producing do you feel that that's sufficient for you to be out on your own uh out on my own as it pays your bills your yes everything you Mm, I think so. I think so because there are people, not bashing anyone, there are people that live paycheck to paycheck and minimum wage in Grand Bahama, minimum wage in the Bahamas is too... Mm. Is it all that? (laughs) (laughs) And and, um, for one of my businesses, actually, my KYLG, one time I just sat down, just randomly, I was like, let me count this up. Let me just... And I realized I make double the minimum wage in a, in about a month. And I'm like, that's one business in one month. Right. So I'm like, so I'm like okay, I think I can handle it. And it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter how much you make, money management. It, yeah. Money management. That's one thing that I, I really want to focus on this year is money management. Yes. Because... I've noticed that I'm the type of person after I make my sales, after I, you know, ball in and mm-hmm. like... Weeks in, I'm like, where did the money go? Yes, yes, absolutely. Where did all this go? Absolutely. So, and I move out and live on my own on that, um, what I make off of my businesses, I think I can. Mm-hmm. I think I can, but I wouldn't do it. I would prepare way more, give me like five more years, and yeah. I think I could definitely, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. That's that's yeah. really good. Um, and you're right. Money management is very, very important. That's even if you have a job or if you own your own businesses. And it's also important to ensure that, you know, you have your own business account and everything and, you know, your money is coming through there and you're able to um, not only, um, you know, put back into your business, but also that you are able to save from your business and, you know, just make sure you're managing it properly because, you know, you start off in a business and, you know, a lot of people start, some people start off well and that because yeah. of poor money management, because, you know, they don't properly, um, you know, separate their business from personal, you know, within five years, that business could be no more, you know? Do you think that money management comes with age or do you think it comes with experience or do you think that's like um, something that you intentionally have to do and it doesn't matter your age? Do you? No, that is definitely something you have to intentionally do because you have a lot of people who are up in age and they still don't manage their money properly. It has to be something that's intentional. Um, 
And for some of some people, because honestly, for me, that's not something that like how you have your parents who are telling you, okay, work for yourself and who are giving you guidance. You have a lot of people who never had that. I'm one of those persons who've never had that. And so everything in life, I had to figure out on my own, you know, and even, you know, now um, I started my business, my photography business. I started out in 2017. Um, I have. I've had a lot of shoots. I've had some really good shoots, made some really good monies. Um, but you know, money manager was something that I even had to, to come realize I had to learn and I had to um, be intentional about. Um, and so, and for me, mind you, I was saying that I would never work for, for anybody, but then I noticed that there are persons who, who work for people and still have their businesses. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, and I, I realized I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, I really don't see anything wrong with that because, you know, that's monies that you're making, you know, working for someone else and monies that you're making from your businesses. And then it can help you even expand and open even more businesses. And maybe, you know, one day you might decide, okay, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. And you just, you know, just continue on with your businesses. But, um, I'm realizing now it might be, it, it could be beneficial to work for someone else and work for yourself at the same time. I definitely agree. And um, I I actually don't want anything to be taken out of context. I remember there was a, I did a video. I don't think I ever posted. And I was like, this society look at nine to five as if it's like the dump. No, I would, I don't want to say, I, in the video I said, I would love a nine to five and have my business going on. Because just like you said, I could have that nine to five business going probably like into my savings account. Right. So everything that I make in my business goes back into my business instead of everything I make from my business going into my savings account, going into groceries, going into personal. Right. I have two income. Right. In that video, I was like, if I can get a nine to five, hit me up. Right. The next thing about our generation, we look at nine to five as if it's like, "Mm," like, no, girl. Before I got to this point, I, I remember I used to work. When I was doing my business, mm-hmm. I used to work two jobs and I used to go to school. Listen, <laughs> this, it was rough, okay? Yeah. So don't listen to somebody and start and be like, oh, she don't want a nine to five? Oh, okay, I don't want a nine to five. Too. No, right. No, right. I had two five. Right. It's <laughs> different. Yeah. And school. And it's so. different. It's different for different people, you know? <laughs> And also people have to understand that entrepreneurship isn't always, you're going to always have sales or always um, make that money. And honestly and truly, if you don't get that sale and if you don't make that money, then you don't have any money. But that nine to five, that's consistently coming in. You regardless, that coming in, you understand, but you just got to be willing to, to really put that work in. Um, for me, um, even though I had my photography business and I was making, you know, um, good monies, um, in 2020, I also, I had a nine to five, I had a nine to five, um, and I was doing, I had my shoots, but of course, you know, we had a lockdown for a while, but once, you know, things open back up, I had my shoots and also that business also, um, you know, that brought in, I got national insurance from that. I got national insurance for my business girl. Girl, look at all. I got paid. Um, and so that I mean, twenty twenty was my best financial year ever, really and truly. You know, um, 
And so I said, yeah. And so I said, you know what? I said, nine to five ain't really that bad. You know, it ain't really that bad. I think I will continue to, I, I personally think I will continue to do that for a while. I don't know how long. Um, but I think I will continue to do that for a while. And, um, you know, cause I had to basically, you know, I, at one point, I think it was 2021, 2021, my business died down so much. It died down so much and, um, it's photography. So you always need, um, you know, you need equipment, you know, equipment, equipment, they, they get outdated and stuff like that. And photography equipment is not cheap. I'm going to be real with you. It is not cheap. And then every time you turn around, there's something else that's coming out to, you know, um, make it even, you know, your, your images even better. And, you know, you have a lot of competition and you always have to keep learning and keep growing. And so all of those things, they, that takes money. You see what I'm saying? And so honestly, and truly, I don't know if you remember when we were at potential church. That's where I got into it. Um, really? Yeah. I actually started doing, um, it, it was Evans, past the Evans who basically, um, you know, put me on to the social media. And once he started that, I started using my iPhone that I had and I would go around the church and I would take images to use the post on social media. And I saw, I really started to love it. I loved taking the images. I love talking to people. I love getting that like little interview you know, so that I can go and I can post those stuff. And then I went and I bought a um, refurbished camera and I started photographing. Yeah, I started photographing family and friends and my kids. I don't know if you see it on Facebook. I actually got jobs. Yeah, Yeah, I actually got jobs for photographing my kids and I posted them on Facebook and people would message me, hey, do you do photography? I see, you know, you have some photos up and it was just photos of my kids. (laughs) And so I got jobs from that. And so honestly, I, that was God too. Because I had no clue photography was anywhere in my path or in my future, you know? And I started to love it. I'm not going to lie. I started to lose the love for it, I think, in um, late 2020, early 2021. Because things really started to dry up as far as my business is concerned. And I realized that there were a lot of people who wanted to lowball you and um, think that you would do it for free you know, because your family and different things like that. And I really, it, it, and you know, it just really became, you know, just, just arduous for me. And so I lo- I kind of lost the love for it and I never wanted to do it for money. Um, and I started having some financial issues and, you know, personal things were going on and, um, you know, it became, okay, I needed the money and different things like that. And I didn't, I never wanted it to be that. And so I said, you know what, maybe this just isn't for me, but now I see things turning back around. Cause I had to, I had to go to God before God for that girl. I had, I'm like, God, look, I never want, I never knew photography was a skill that I had. I never, cause I was, I'm self-taught. Nobody taught me photography, you know, I'm self-taught literally. Um, and so I said, God, maybe this isn't for me, but I was doing it for so long. And then I, I just, I just bumped into it. I, I never knew you understand. And so I had to go and I had to pray and I had to go, I had to ask God if this is really what you have me to do. I need you to show me. And now I'm realizing that he's showing me <laughs> like he's showing me. Because I tell you, in 2020, 
Um, I need a new camera. I do need, do need a new camera. And the camera that I've been operating off is the same camera that I bought all the way back. And I think it was 2017 refurbished, um, kit lens. And I operate off of that. People are shocked the type of photos that I produce with that camera and with those lens. And, um, I said that only could be God. And I, when I look, my computer kicked, my computer went down, um, my car went down. I was trying to buy, um, purchase more. My, I lost the job that I had in 2020. All of these things started happening. Everything just started drying right up. I said, God, what is this? What is this? I said, and if this is what you have for me, you have to show me. And so now I realize now, you know, he's bringing everything back. Cause now, you know, a lot of things are working toward that. And I said, okay, if you're doing all this, God, if you provide my laptop back, you provide my car back. If you give me back all these things, I said, you're going to provide my, my, um, you know, the, my new camera as well, even though it's thousands of dollars, uh, you know, with lens, you're going to provide that as well. And so I see things now just lining right up. And so now I know that is, that is one of the businesses that God does have for me. And I'm, I'm going to continue on in that, but you know, I'm still going to work. I'm still going to work a nine to five. I'm still going to, you know, you're revamp or are you just going to continue? I am going to revamp because I think I want to change. I liked the, um, I liked my logo. I love my logo, to be honest with you, but I think I want to change that. Um, I want to change, I wanted to change the name. That's <laughs> weird to me. Um, when, how do you feel, like, do you feel as if people are already connected to your business name? I do. To the point where you're not comfortable changing it? Or is that like, if you, let me tell you, let me tell you why I wanted to change the name. And, 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 and now I realize that God is telling me, no, don't change that name because I know he gave me that name too. <laughs> you understand? I wanted to change the name because, um, the name represented myself and my husband. <laughs> you understand? Um, but I've been the one that's been solely working on everything myself. I've been the one doing everything and, you know, he has not been supportive with me and my business. He has not been supportive at all. Like he would tell me, oh, well, photography, oh, you know, he always talked like down about it. And then, you know, we started, you know, going through our, 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 our issues and situations. And I always felt like I've been doing everything by myself, like literally everything. And, you know, I have not, I have not even, um, until this point, even with my family, I have not till this point revealed this, but I think, you know, I believe that God is leading me to even reveal this because, you know, everything that happens in our lives are, you know, for, you know, um, for the honor and glory of God to be shown. And yeah. And so, and the bad things, the the bad things too, because people think when you serve God, your life just supposed to be, I mean, supposed to be good yeah like everything's supposed to be glorious oh you serving god oh you go to church like i go to church a lot <laughs> you know i mean i go to church a lot i pray a lot i do everything i i basically just submitted my whole life to god you understand and people feel like because you do that your life's supposed to be just perfect be nothing no that's not that? so so if nothing bad happens then how was how was god going to be shown in my situation. 
if my mom, if like, like I told you, one thing I did not tell anybody, I've been separated for, for about four years now. My husband and I, we have been separated for four years now. We have went, I trust me, my kids and I have went through it. You hear me? We have went through it and I'm not going to reveal everything because I'm going to write my book. (laughs) I'm going to make some coins off of that. You hear me? (laughs) And, and 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 like what you just said, people feel as if like when you're a Christian, when you believe in God, when you um, dedicate your life to Christ, everything is supposed to be crystal clear. Yes. No, Mm-mm. not saying that it won't be crystal clear. It's right. just that now it's, it's different. Now we have someone to go to. Now yes. we have someone to lean on. Yes. Now we have someone that sees beyond. And n- not to, well, I'm going to have to use you for a quick second. Right. People be like, oh, what, you, you, you. You're a Christian. You're a child. You're a child of God. You're a woman of God. Why would God do that to you? Right. Oh, God, have a plan for me. God had a plan. Thank There's you. a book inside of you, and God needed that Boom. to happen to get the book out. Right. And then people don't get that. Like you don't get it. God see the bigger picture. God see, I have a book in me, so He needed to use that. Get your coins. Yes, girl. What? what? <laughs> coins, and you go get your coins. Look, because, let me tell you something. That's a, and see certain things you hold for a while. Like people will see you going through, they be like, oh, something must be wrong with her. No, you're not wrong with me, sweets. No, God, let me, if you read the Bible, you will see that every single person in the Bible who ever did something great had to go through. You understand? They had to go through. And so people have to see that God's hands are on your life. Because God could bring you from where you are to where he has you to go. You understand? And so, yeah. And even now, even now, you know, I'm still separated. I'm still separated and everything like that. But at the end of the day, God has God has a plan. God has a plan for it all. God has a plan for it. Um and so and I and, and I really and sometimes you you know, honestly and truly God had he put me to a place where I had to completely depend on him and him alone. You hear me? alone there was nobody else it was just him and i had to, and he had to bring me to that place because i had to he even had to strengthen my faith in him and he even had to um you know just change some things in me you understand and so all of those things had to take place but now we're in the january 2022 and i see god restoring like no other like girl <laughs> you have me Girl, and this is the first month, the first month of 2022. And so I'm like, God, if you didn't do all this, I mean, it's only January. Uh, Imagine what you by June. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about just, you know, life. Because people look at you and they think that, you know, you, you, some people have it all together and some people are just, everything is just going so great. And, but people don't know really and truly what you are dealing with and what you are, are, um, you know, you, 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 you smile and people don't understand that behind that smile, like girl, you, you just, you really going through it. Like you're really going through it. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this, you know, because, um, like I said, you know, I plan to continue to work a nine to five. Um, I plan to continue on my photography business. There are other businesses that I'm realizing God is also birthing in me. Um, and even that I have to depend on him for, because I don't know where the finances are coming from to, for these things to, you know, manifest. <laughs> I, I, I know what's, what he's showing me. I know what I see. 
You want to? Because it could be God. It's no money. Hello. Cause the money ain't there, boo boo. <laughs> like the money ain't there. Like I just, I like I have a whole car outside. Honestly, truly, I did not spend a dime on that. <laughs> I got this. I, I got this. Okay. You know what's crazy. You know what's interesting to me? Um, the people who have God in their life, you realize that they look at situations different. Yes. Imagine, let's clone you. The way that you look at situations. Yes. So different from it. If you didn't have God in your life, like right. the the for example, God, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't think about no business right now because I ain't got no car. Right. God, I can't do this right now because I, 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 I ain't got no car. I can't do this right now. And I mm-hmm. just sit home waiting on God to magically start the car. I know. It's just the way that you look at life. It, yeah. It's, it's completely different, but you got to get to that point, though, Wes. You got to get to that point, because sometimes you even, you know, in your state, um, you know, the enemy plays with your mind and make you feel like God just ain't there. He ain't jacking for you. Like, how are you, you, or how are you still serving God when, you know, you, so many things are going wrong in your life, you know, and you have to push past that. You have to push yeah. past that mentally, and you have to realize that, no, no, God is there. He have you in this place so that you can trust him, so that you can believe him, and so that you can continue to go forth knowing that he's going to make a way for you. You understand? And all of that is a part of your story because your story can't start with, oh my gosh, well, I was always good. I was always, I always believed in God. I always trust God. I always, you know, you can <laughs> like that is not a story. That, yeah. Right. That is not a story because you're going to have people who are going to be in some real situations are going are gonna to be looking to your story to give them yeah. some motivation and some hope and some belief that there is a God. You understand? Um, but yeah, so back to, you know, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you push past or how do you handle you know, just dealing with all that you have going on and, you know, keep your mind sane. Keep yourself sane. Um, I don't want to say that, oh, I pray because sometimes I get so, <laughs> it, it gets so cluttered. It's a lot. To the point where I, I can't. Um, I don't know how I did it last year. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> But this year, I I guess last year, it was, I, I was running off fuel. Mm. I was running off fuel, honestly. I was, I would take about a week off, two weeks off, you know, do, literally do no homework, mm-hmm. no sewing, no nothing. I would take one or two weeks off, but then, like, it was right back. It was right back to it. But um, how I decided to do it this year, ending of the year, December, I took December off. I took no orders. I didn't send out any flyers. I didn't post up anything. I took December off. I, if you messaged me and said, nope, sorry, not available, I took it off. I didn't post up any videos about my business, nothing. And I said, okay, I'm going to do this for one more month. So that's, mm-hmm. that was 60 days. I did nothing this year. January, January, I took January off. I didn't do anything, didn't post up any flyers. I'm slowly starting to post back up the TikTok because Valentine's Day is coming. I took it off. Mm-hmm. I took a deep breath. I took it off. I stepped back from it. Right. And I was like, I just need one month off. Mm-hmm. Just 
month and I completely did nothing. The funny part is I forgot that no work means no money. <laughs> <laughs> that slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I did. I just took it all. Just took it. So, took so kind of, kind of tell us, you know, what you were going through mentally, like, you know, what it is that made you come to that place where you needed to take that month off. I remember the first time I did my chocolate covered strawberries. I was around February last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I'll be honest. I didn't think that it would have blown up. I didn't think that it would have been successful. I didn't think I had it in me. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. So. I would post up every single day, every single day. And I was taking in orders. It was a lot of orders, but it didn't click in my head yet. It was to the point where I was telling people, I apologize, I can't take any orders right now. I apologize, I've reached my master care. It didn't click mm-hmm. until I think it was Saturday night, that Saturday night or something, and I had to stay up all night. When I mean all, I mean all night to like, I think it was an evening, so let's just say about, five maybe to like three four o'clock in that morning mm-hmm. and i was pink strawberries and i had to wake back up at seven and i had to go to church that it is not it doesn't feel good my feet hurt my back hurt and i missed school for like what i think like a whole week or something i wow. forgot about school and when i came back to school i done was tired because i didn't really get like a good sleep and i had to get right back into the school work mm-hmm. and i was like then I think about probably like two days, three days of hope I had more strawberry orders. I was like, wait, strawberries go over February? I said, okay. <laughs> I had more February orders. Then I had to catch up on my schoolwork. It, I didn't have the time to rest. And I was like, mm-hmm. crazy. And with the bonnets, I know people will be like, oh, bonnets are easier. It is. It pretty much is easier. But I live so far. I live about 15 minutes away from anything mm-hmm. so to drive to go buy the fabric because i gave people the option you could choose your fabric i gave people the option to their fabric so i had to drive down go buy the fabric then have to drive back home make the bonnet do what i gotta do and then drive down and have to drive back home before class to get the class then when i get home start class then when i'm doing that class i probably would have like one or two classes and then boom Class is over. If I don't do my homework or whatever the case may be, I try. I keyword. I try to get some rest. But then, of course, don't let me have a next bonnet order coming up. It's whew, yeah, <laughs> it is a lot. It, it it's a lot. And I honestly, looking back at it, I don't know. I kept going. I mm-hmm. only could have been gone because it wasn't me. Because I was tired mentally, physically, and I had to post up on social media to make sure people know that hey, I'm still here. The business isn't Okay. Okay. So it was really just um pertaining to your business and, and being overwhelmed by um was, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, wow. That that actually is a good problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would say yeah. I would say it is a good problem. So I, I guess everyone has their own thing that they will classify as problems. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and that's the thing, that's why I I think the stress is me. I wouldn't verbally say, oh, let me tell you the stress I had to make this one. I had to drive up in a gas. Da, da, da. I can't verbally say that. Personally, me. Because I'm like, 
girl, you are 22, you are making money, you you live at home. Mm-hmm. You have children 22 who don't have a home, who don't this, who don't that. that that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel as if, like, I wouldn't say what happens behind the scenes, like the downside, like the stuff that I would literally sit in bed and cry about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel comfortable saying it out loud because, like, I know, like, other people have it harder. Mm-hmm. So I don't, know if that's a, I don't know if that's, like, a toxic trait or, like, a good thing, but that's, when you say that's a good problem to have, I'm like, who But somebody else would be like, girl, that's a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, yeah, I'm sitting here telling you about being separated, being like dry, everything drying up around me and everything like that. And you're like, and you're like, oh my God, I'm like getting too many orders for my business. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we have our different problems, but I, I, I don't think I would, um, everything, I think everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. What I, what happens to you, I probably couldn't mentally prepare. I couldn't. I could, you are strong. I probably couldn't handle that. <laughs> I probably couldn't handle that. I couldn't. Let me yeah, tell you. It's, I'll keep them. It's wild because I would never. I have my, um, one of my really, really best friends I met, because I'm also from Grand Bahama. I don't know if I told you. You're from there, right? You, you're born in, yeah. yeah, I'm from Grand Bahama. I moved here um, years back. I think like um, I was maybe about. Uh, I, it was shortly after high school. I hardly ever come back to Grand Bahama, to be honest with you. I have not been there in years. Like, I can't tell you the last it time changed. I've been there. It changed. It changed. It changed. I've heard that. I've heard that. But And I don't I don't really have any desire to come back there. I don't know why. Um, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know and why. so, yeah, and I've been here for years and years, and I... I, I, um, literally on, was on my own from, I was younger than you on my own, moved to Nassau by myself. I do have family here, but I don't, we don't, we're not really close yeah. family. You know what I'm saying? And so I've been on my own, always been on my own. And, um, you know, I met my friend, my friend, she passed away in 2017 actually. And yes, yeah, she was one of my best I mean, best friends. So when I moved here and met her, we were always friends. And, you know, I just loved her. I just, you know, and it it really, really just, this was coming down to the end. You had already moved back to Grand Bahama, I believed. I believe. 2017, you were there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you were really young when I, when you moved. You you were maybe, maybe 13, 14-ish. Somewhere up in the area. I can't remember. Graduated 2016 over here, and I was here for like five months before that. Oh, really? Ending of 20, ending of 2017, I moved, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that was the ending of, I guess that was the ending of everything for us, because I mean, when you moved, if you moved the ending of 2017, um, like, but you were gone before I left Potential, you were gone. So that had to have been earlier because it's 2017 was when she passed away. And when she passed away, I think I had already left Potential. But you, was, you had left before me. Really? Yeah. She passed, she, she passed in April of 2017. And I had already moved from there. Mm-hmm. And then coming down two months later, I ended up at the church. I'm at now. I'm still here. I'm still there. 
So what is that? Uh, um, Believers Faith, Believers Faith Outreach Ministries International. That's um, a prophet is my knowledge, apostle is knowledge. Okay. Yeah, you never heard of it? No. What? Remember, remember now. Probably the only church I ever went to was Potential Church. Okay, when you so you don't go to church there now? <laughs> like the only church I ever went to was Potential Church, and when we came home, the only church, the only church I've ever went to was um Freeport Bible, and now we go to New Horizon. So in my whole life, I only went to like three churches. <laughs> okay, all right, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Anglican Church. I've been there all my life. Um, until I left home, and then when I left home and moved here, then I started searching. Um, I, I just knew within myself that there was more. And I started searching for churches that weren't like that, weren't like Anglican churches or, you know, traditional churches like that. And that's when I ended up at Potential. Love the Potential. But the church um, I'm at now has really opened my eyes to just think everything spiritually. Like, mm-hmm. like the church I go to now, it's like, I'm, like we step foot into the Bible days almost. Um, everything that, that, that happened in the Bible days happens there. Deliverance, everything like, you know, like the Bible just came to life. <laughs> so it's a lot different, a lot different. Um, you should go on YouTube and check it out. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, on YouTube, you know, what church I've been into? Well, I started and then I stopped transformation church with, um, Michael Todd. You know, Michael Todd everywhere. Yeah, I, I think I've heard of him. I don't think I watch him, but I think I've heard I of him. started and I stopped and I was like, you know what, this year, let me get back into Transformation Church. And I don't want to say the teaching is dumbed down, but the teaching is, can I, it's, it's relatable. Mm-hmm. It's relatable and it's not that, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I don't know, probably because the, I just love it. I love it. And it makes you more interesting and interested in the Bible. Like the young people, I would honestly hope that they would come across this page or something like that. If yeah. It's relatable. It's understandable. It's not these big um, um, terminologies. It's mm-hmm. down words and it's the Bible. It's the, and everything that he's preaching, he shows proof. And I'm like, oh. Wow. Okay. Nice. So. That's, that's my because you can tell that we're in different days now, right? Like really different days. Like, <laughs> like, like if you, I don't know. Um, it, it's good to to hear different, you know, because like you said, what you were dealing with, that's your your type of problem, your type of issue, and what I'm dealing with is a different type of issue. You understand? Yeah. And you know, God still had to keep you mentally. Um, with everything that you were dealing with and what you are going through, you were going through and, you know, God had to keep me mentally as well, you know, with what I was going through, it was a lot, but, you know, um, I see where, you know, he is now restoring, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't allow and he doesn't take away. It's the enemy that takes away. You understand? And, um, but he restores and this is definitely the year that he is restoring and restoring not just things, but, you know, relationships, um, peace of mind, you know, he's restoring finances. He's restoring, he's restoring everything. You know, those who, who depended on him and kept depending on him and kept moving toward him, you know, even while we were going through, you know, what was the worst, just the worst time of our lives, 
you know, 2020, people would say 2020 was the worst year for them. 2020 was not that bad for me. Financially, definitely, it was not that bad for me. Um, 2020 was, was a pretty... That was a rough year. That was a good really? year? That was a rough year for me, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> people were like, 2020. But yes, 2020 was the onset of the pandemic. But 2021 was really a rough year for me. I had my... I'm not going to lie. God still kept me. I still had, you know, some major blessings in that year. But that was the year where things just dried right up. And last, I'm... That's last year, you know. Last year. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> 2020 was rough. Mind you, I've been, like I told you, I've been separated for four years. And um, those were, uh, it was like 2017, coming down, 2017, 2016, heading into 2017 was where things, I mean, abruptly just, just boom, just changed completely. And, but I feel like that's where transition was taking place. You know, that's where God was now moving me from where I was to where he needed me to be. And transition isn't always easy. Transition isn't, transition is hard. (laughs) It's hard. And you you know, you get, and sometimes in transition, you get stripped of a lot of things. You know, you get stripped of a lot of things, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but then... You know, now I can I can speak and say that 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 transition was difficult and you know, I lost a lot of stuff, I lost a lot of people, I've lost a lot of things, I lost I lost a lot. I only thing I didn't lose was myself and I and I didn't lose my mind. And you know, I thought that I was going to. There were days where I thought that I was just going to lose my mind. <laughs> I was literally that's how I felt. Like like God, like if you take anything else from me. I think I'm going to lose it. You might as well just take my life one time because I'm that, that's it. You know what I'm saying? But God kept me and I had to go through and I saw where, let me tell you something to school. I moved over here to go to school. You know, I was really, yeah, I moved to Nassau to go to school. I started to go to school. Um, I, I had the government grant before that was the one you had to pay back though. And I gave that up because I was scared to use that. I'm not going to lie because then that was like, like a hundred, like a hundred, it, it was a lot of money and I was afraid to have to pay that back. You have a lot of people who ain't paying it back, but they don't understand when you rob, you know, when you think you, you getting away with something later on down the line, that's going to affect you. You understand? And so I wasn't going to be one of those who are going to take that money and not pay that back. You understand? So I decided I was going to work. I started working two jobs and going to school full time, but it got difficult because I was on my own and I had to, I had to pay bills. I always had to pay bills, had to pay my bills, had to make sure, you know, I could eat at the end of the day and it got too much. And so I had to stop. I had to stop going to school. So I never got my degree. And in 2020, 2020, January, 2020, I said, God, I said, okay, I said, I remember you telling me I was going to get my degree. He told me I was going to get my degree. You know, he told me, but I, I had given up. I had given up because I tried everything I could. And then after getting married and not being supported in that way, um, I, I felt like it's just, you know, I, he told me it would happen, but I doubted. I doubted because it wasn't happening. And I said, okay, in 2020, I said, okay, God, I can give this one more try. I said, if you really have this for me, I said, let this, I said, open up the way for me. 2020, I went to UB. I had a dollar. I knew nothing about no grant, nothing. 
You understand? I just go in there and I said, okay. I said, God, now, if you say, if I'm going to have my degree, make the way for me. I went there. I applied. The minute I applied, the woman told me, she said, um, um, when, when, when you um, get your acceptance letter, she said, go right over there to financial aid. And she said, go apply for financial aid. And so I was like, hmm. I said, okay. <laughs> so literally two weeks later after I applied, I got my acceptance letter. Mind you, they told me I wouldn't get my acceptance letter until like maybe March or May or something like that. Girl. It took a while. Right. No, ma'am. I applied in January. I got that two weeks later. You understand? And then, then I called financial aid and I was trying to apply for financial aid. And the woman said, why are you applying for financial aid? She said, why don't you apply for the grant? I said, oh. So she told me about the grant. She said, I don't have to pay that back. Nothing. And the enemy still fought me, you know, because I was still working at that time, though. And the enemy still fought me because I went um, and applied for the grant. But I didn't get it on time for, for fall semester of 2020. I didn't get it on time. And so I said, okay. I said, God, what is this? I said, okay, you know, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. And so I, I was still working. I ended up having to pay for that semester myself. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I did it. I had to pay for it myself. Yes, mom. Or every dollar <laughs> for glasses. And yeah. yes. And then um, I ended up losing my job literally October, October 30th of 2020. Got the job, mind you, in February of 2020. Lost the job October. No reason. You know, the, the I mean, I didn't like the job. I'm going to be real with you. The woman was not nice. She was super mean. I didn't like it. And I didn't want to be there. But I said, okay, God, I'm going to keep, I'm going to do this anyhow, because, you know, it's a salary and, and, you know, all of that. Right. But October 3rd day, I lost a job. I said, God, I, I knew I was going to lose a job though. I heard the conversation. God had it. So I walked to the bathroom at the same time she was talking to her daughter. I heard the conversation. And so I knew I was going to lose the job. So I said, okay, God, when I heard the conversation, I said, okay, God, I said, let your will be done. So said, so done. Right. So that 30, I lost a job. And then in January, I was able to get the grant, the grant paid, start paying for my tuition. So I said, okay, so mind you, it wasn't all bad. It was, it was transition. It was God just taking me where it is that he needed me to be. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I'm just great. I'm grateful despite it all, all that I went through, all that I lost, all that I had to, all that I had to endure to get to this point. I'm grateful. I guess I won't want to go through it again. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with that, but I'm grateful, you know? Yeah. So what are you, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts now being in 2022? Ooh, 2022. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody else was excited as me to get into 2022, but I was excited for the new year. I was excited because I knew this was a, for lack of words, this was a fresh start. This was a new year, new ideas, new collabs, yes. new videos, new pictures, new everything. I was excited. I was mm-hmm. excited. But for the year, I'm still excited. This year did start off as a, can I call it a reset? Like a reset? Yes. This month was my reset month. This was my yes. preparation month. My do nothing month. Mm-hmm. Um, in preparation for the, the big, um, amount of work that is about to come my way I yes. am, i'm prepared i'm yes. prepared mm-hmm. i'm i'm so excited for this year um there are going to be no droughts no slow days amen no none whatsoever so i'm looking forward i'm prepared i'm ready mentally yes. prepared 
I'm excited. I'm yes. excited. Yeah. So, like you said, there are, like we were saying earlier, even though if something happens for a reason, mm-hmm. but no, nothing bad is going to happen. No. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really but you are absolutely right. This is definitely our year just to to, you know, receive not only what we lost, but double that. Double what we have yes, girl, this is the double year, honey. <laughs> when you go through, you don't go through for no reason. You go through for a reason. And when it's time for your harvest, oh my god, the harvest is 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 gonna be everything. <laughs> you understand? everything god (laughs) y'all better get ready get ready girl get ready because it's on its way and i just yeah and just like you i'm excited i'm excited for this year is is about to bring and like i told you and you know sometimes you think that oh you're gonna see it maybe in 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 middle of the year or the end no you're gonna you're seeing that now Five minutes. <laughs> today. 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 So yeah. So yes, girl. It's now three o'clock. I know we got to, you know, get up out of here. <laughs> so what I want you to do, I want you to just um say what all your handles are for your um social media for your business and everything, and also again reiterate what your business name is and what you do. Okay, um, once again, I enjoyed this talk. I, I, I'm so happy that I was on the second episode. <laughs> I I hope I get to come back. Wait, yes, wait, wait. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> My name is Wes Cali, and it's Wes Cali on Instagram. It's Wes Cali on Facebook. It's Wes Cali on Twitter. And um, my all of my straight links will be down in the description box. And... My first business, KYLG, Keep Your Lips Glossy, is all about female empowerment, and we sell different merchants. And my second one is your favorite CCS, your favorite chocolate-covered strawberries. And like I said, again, all the description, all the handles will be right in the description box. Yes. Thank you so much, Wes. This is... I enjoyed it. (laughs) This was amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you. And we will see you again soon. Yes. Okay.